Welcome to a very special episode of 18 Over Par featuring AWOC. We bring him back and get his picks, his long shots, and so much more around the PGA Championship taking place at Kiowa Island's Ocean Course, the host site for this year's PGA Championship. 18 Over Par is proudly presented by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Pulling up to the clubhouse in a ride that looks half as good as your golf attire just isn't cutting it. It's time to improve your ride and your drive. You can purchase a new or used vehicle from Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park and the former Manitoba Amateur Champ will take you for a round at Breezy Bend. So now pulling up to the clubhouse won't be so damn embarrassing and neither will your golf game. You can book your test drive today at winnipegdodge.com. Just ask for Jamie Wilkie. You can also check him out on episode two of the 18 Over Par podcast. He'll certainly be happy to see you. You can also find them on social media, so make sure you improve your ride and your drive, and the only place to do that, the new Winnipeg Dodge. They're different. You can check them out, winnipegdodge.com. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. So back by popular demand from the Masters, he's had his chance to quarantine after coming back from Augusta, but uh, everyone wanted him back. So we are joined again by Mr. Awok with his PGA Championship picks. Uh, I'm looking mm-hmm. into Rory McIlroy just saying, I think the last time they played the PGA at the Ocean Course, I believe Rory, he ran away with it. So I'm interested to see if you have him high up on your leaderboard. Yeah, well, thanks for having me back, boys. Uh, it's great to, great to be on the show again. And yeah, you and, and and I think a lot of other people, JR, are on Rory McIlroy. Mm-hmm. Not only did he run away with it at Kiowa Island in 2012, he like he won by eight shots, which is a, a massive margin. Mm-hmm. But he also won at the Wells Fargo Championship just a week pri- uh, a week prior. So he's he's playing well right now, and he hadn't won in it. It'd been a couple of years. He had won at the Canadian Open a couple of years ago in 2019. I think he had won a tournament over in China as well. But since then, you know, maybe he wasn't playing up to Rory's standards. Still, like phenomenal. Like he's he's putting up top tens. He's 
probably the best golfer in the world or close to it, but you know, he hadn't been winning, but now it's looking, he's in form. He's, he's ready to go. He's got the background. He won before. Yeah. I, I'm on Rory. And I think you'll find a lot of people are too. Good Scottish boy. He is. Yeah. I think and, he's uh, from Northern Ireland. Yeah. He's Irish. He's Irish. Oh man. Oh, that's wow. pretty embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, right. We know the fact checkers that. never get it right. You know, <laughs> we're not going to cut that. There's no reason, there's no reason to cut that. The, the reason why we bring in, uh, you know, a major tournament correspondent is because <laughs> I don't know anything about it. And obviously, you know enough to to say that Rory is from Northern Ireland. Who Who's supposed to know that? I don't know that. He's, he's from the UK, right? I don't know much about the UK. <laughs> so, Adam, the first thing I wanted to ask you was, what can you tell us about the PGA Championship? Why is this tournament even a major? Well, you know, it, you could kind of ask that question about... Uh, any of the majors it's kind of funny in golf it's just kind of when something is decided that's the way it is and tradition carries forward you had the same four tournaments have been the majors for a while now probably you know a good 60 years you could argue the players championship should be a major as well you could look at you know a couple other tournaments but the pga it's still a big deal um and it comes with all the benefits that you get from being a major you get five years exemption on tour so you don't got to worry about you losing your pga tour card that you got five years entry into every major into the players championship uh you got a, a little bit bigger purse so you're winning money and uh, it's, it is a big deal. It's a big deal for the players. It used to be the last major of the year, but they've kind of, they've kind of rearranged things. And now we're, right. we're at this time and yeah, not to be confused with the tour championship, obviously that's, that's the last event of the year. Wow. Um, but, you know, also th there are some special things about the PGA championship. You can always expect it to be challenging. This isn't going to be a walk in the park. It often, it moves around. It's not like the Masters that's at Augusta every year. You get different courses. It sometimes shares courses with the U.S. Open, and we know how challenging that can be. And there is one kind of interesting provision with this one is 20 club uh, professionals play in the Ooh. PGA Championship every year. Wow. So these are guys that, you know, they're, they're pros, but they're club pros. They don't tour, um, but they still compete. There's a there's a, a tournament that's not on the PGA Tour called the Club Pro Championship, and the top twenty from that get into wow. the PGA Championship. I feel Same. like I've watched a movie about that before, or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you can you, you bet on those Pete? Those uh, P, I guess PGA of America, you can call them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you can uh, you can bet on anyone that's in the field, but you're going to be getting like you know it's going to be a thousand to one or or something like that. These guys probably aren't going to win, and they're probably going to put up high scores too. But you never know, right? That's right. that's golf, right? Can we uh, can we call the tournament the PGA for short, or is that nobody calls it the PGA because that would be confusing, I guess, with the tour. Yeah, it's it's confusing, but people do it, right? Okay. <laughs> I'll probably yeah. call it the PGA at some Perfect. point here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know they're playing at the Kawa. 
how do we pronounce this? Kiwa, Kiowa, Kiowa, Kiowa. and uh, that's uh, that's in North Carolina. So what can you what can you tell us about? <laughs> I think this it's course? in South Carolina. <laughs> Come on, yeah, guys. Mike's geography is just <laughs> off today. Yeah, the, the South Carolina. That's right. <laughs> oh man, that's two strikes. <laughs> You're holding your map upside down. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> So what can you tell us about the Carolinas? My the map that I had only had one Carolina. Just, just slightly out of date. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so actually, really cool course. Uh, if you look it up online, absolutely beautiful. Um, runs along the water. It's kind of it, it's interesting in that it's the layout is kind of like long because you've got holes that just run along end to end alongside the water um and they say it's kind of lynx-esque uh so you when you talk about a lynx course that's kind of originating in in england in ireland and that's when you're playing along the water um the the ground is is tough you, often you're dealing with the wind because you're on the water you've got wind blowing across and they try to integrate the natural features of the land into the course rather than making it appear more man-made so you're going to look around you're going to see a lot of bunkers on this course but they're not really called bunkers because they're just sand it leads into the sand dunes all around and right. you know you got decently wide fairways but if you miss, if you get caught in that wind and you get blown off onto the beach, well, you got to climb down there and get your ball and, and hit your ball back mm. onto the fairway. So that's where some of the challenge is going to be. And, and like I said, the PGA Championship, it's always challenging. We're going to see some high scores. Uh, we, like I said, Rory won by eight in 2012 when he was here, but that was a minus 13. Everyone else was minus five or worse. And you're seeing guys at, you know, plus 10, plus 15 by the end of the weekend. They're they're getting beat up by this course. Yeah, well, I, I was I, I did read the website of the Kiwa uh, golf course. Obviously, it wasn't very clear on which Carolina <laughs> it was in. <laughs> The story, the story that I read was in the, the 1700s, the island belonged to a suspected pirate. His name was George Raynor. So I found that pretty interesting. But um, speaking of pirates, and you talk about tight fairways and, and it can get pretty windy, that sounds dangerous for our friend Bryson DeChambeau if he's trying to go low this weekend. Would you agree? So, yeah, it's it's kind of tough to judge what Bryson's going to do. So he does kind of thrive on these tougher courses where they really challenge challenge players and the cream tends to rise to the top with these kinds of courses. Because if you're just a you know an average PGA Tour pro who's obviously like an insanely good golfer, but average for tour you're going to struggle because it's a long course and there's a lot of challenge, but Bryson, he can hit it so far uh, that he's going to put himself in good positions often. If, if he can keep it straight and if his irons are firing, he could have a chance. I'm not fading him. I'm not off Bryson this week, but you know, I, I do question whether he is, he should really be a favorite here because because of his iron game and because he can kind of get offline sometimes. 
For sure, for sure. And I wanted to also ask you, um, which Canadians would be in the field for this PGA? Obviously, Corey Connors is going to be competing. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, is that is that it? You know, obviously Mike Weir's probably not in this tournament. Did he win a PGA <laughs> Championship? I don't know. No, no, Mike Weir didn't. He he his only major was a Masters, so that's which is the only major ever won by a Canadian, I believe. Uh, but yeah. a, a note about Mike Weir, he actually won on like the senior tour yeah. uh, a couple oh. weeks ago, which is yeah. pretty outstanding. But no, he, he greatest won't golfer of all time, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I meant to say greatest Canadian golfer of all time. Oh. Li- listening back to that episode, I did. Okay. I did slip that he was the greatest of all time, but that's okay. I'll stand behind that. I mean, you love Mike Weir, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, he didn't. He but, didn't fuck up Northern Ireland and South Carolina. So he's pretty. He's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, I do. I do want to mention uh, there is one more Canadian. That's Adam Hadwin. Uh, he's a guy who he's been around for a while now. Uh, he won, I think, back in 2016 or 2017 on tour. Hasn't been so great. I thought that maybe he was coming back a bit. Um, just a few weeks ago, he I think he was uh, tied for eighth at the Honda Classic. And uh, after that, I think he put up another top 25, but now he's missed a few cuts in a row. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not super high on him, uh, but you're right. Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes are the other guys. Mackenzie Hughes tends to be a little bit of a shorter hitter, really excels at his putting game. I don't know if I would necessarily say that translates at Kiowa Island, but Corey Connors week after week, he's, he's competing. He's up and he's, he's hitting top tens, top 25s, like almost better than anyone on tour. And what's his strength? Great irons, great off the tee. I I think his game lines up quite well with Kiowa Island. So, you know, once again, yeah. High on Corey Connors. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the things I read about this tournament is it's it's not uncommon for a long shot to win. You know, I look back at uh, 91 when John Daly won at Crooked Stick and uh, he was a ninth alternate and he got the call up on Wednesday. Some somebody's uh, wife was having a baby. He gets called up. He drives eight hours on Wednesday, gets there without a practice round. Uh, Thursday, he shoots minus three and then goes on to win the tournament. And just uh, that's uh, the Cinderella story of the long shot to win the PGA championship. What long shots, who should we be uh, watching this uh, weekend at the PGA championship? Yeah, that's a great John Daly type of story, right? Like basically just steps out of his car and onto the course and and wins. That's that's the kind of story you expect to hear about John Daly. (laughs) Uh, And there has been long shots in the past. If you look back the last few years at the PGA, I mean, you're looking at some some studs that have won. I I see Brooks Kepka, I see Justin Thomas, you know, but, you know, a couple other guys that maybe you don't like Jimmy Walker five years ago, he won. So Sam Sneed. Sam Sneed. Among his other 80 wins on tour or whatever you got there. But, but yeah, no, there, there are a couple guys. I, I wouldn't go too deep into the long shots, but there's a couple guys that I kind of have my eye on. Uh, one of them is Matt Wallace. Now he's, he's never won on the PGA tour, but he's got four wins on the Euro tour, 31 years old, still young, still making a name for himself over in North America. Uh, 
but he's been great. Uh, his his irons are outstanding. He's uh, he's third on approach this season. He finished third at the Texas Open, tied for sixth at the Wells Fargo. And, and look, he, he's an Englishman. He's an Englishman. So on a course like this, when he's playing a Lynx type course, when he's dealing with the wind, I mean, he grew up in England. He This is the type of course that he should love. He should excel here. Uh, and if you look back at 2012, I mean, obviously Rory, uh, but then you've got like Ian Poulter, another Englishman, Justin Rose, guys that all finished high up there. Are you sure none of those guys are Scott? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just say they're all Englishmen to me. <laughs> I don't want to put my, my foot in my mouth here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry but, to interrupt. Uh, yeah, no, but beyond beyond that, um, so I think, I don't know what number you're going to get on him, but last I saw, he's about 100 to 1. By the time the tournament's actually rolling around, that number might be a little lower. And who knows what happens at the Byron Nelson. I'm not sure if Wallace is in this weekend. But another guy, name everyone will be familiar with, is Bubba Watson. Mm, Bubba. Yeah, I was kind of thinking Bubba, you know, maybe his, his uh, time had passed a little bit, but he's been playing pretty well. He's been playing pretty well over the last few weeks, actually kind of all of 2021. He's And he's another guy that's really good from tee to green. Uh, wow. Off the tee and his approach game is great. And he's known for shaping his shots, right? Bubba's the guy that can control where his ball goes in the air. Kind of a lost art on tour, but he's great at it. So I feel like in that wind, running alongside the ocean, you know, trying to, you're going to get a lot of crazy lies here because the fairways are all undulating. It's like playing a tuxedo golf course, right? So a little nicer, a little nicer, but you're not going to get, uh, you're not going to get a great lie all the time. Oh. So that's, that's sort of something I think Bubba might, might mm-hmm. step in and, and do some damage. And we know he's won majors before. And, and Bubba's from the Southeast. You can look that one up. Cause I think I nailed that one, but yeah, I think he's a, he's a Florida guy. I think I'm not, uh, not totally sure on that. I think he's I think from Georgia, but uh, Georgia, there you go. It's close. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You got me on that one. That, that could be my third strike. We don't have anyone. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know enough yeah. to call you out on that one. So yeah. you just, we'll just take your word for it. All right. Anybody else uh, you got on the long shot boat or, or just those guys? Uh, you know, those are kind of the names that I'm leaning towards. I, you know, I'm a little hesitant after my, uh, my CT pan gaff to go, uh, mm. to go too low. But well, I, w- I wouldn't say it was a gaff. I mean, you'd had the disclaimer like he's a long shot. You that know, is true. <laughs> you know, if he loses, he loses. They're like, hey, I lost a hundred bucks on CT. <laughs> I'm like, wow, my man. <laughs> I tell you, it's a long shot. You're, yeah. You got a field of 150 guys. <laughs> You're right. picking right at the bottom. <laughs> Where did you put Morikawa on your on that uh, list for the Masters? Not to get off topic here, but was he in your on your radar? Uh, Morikawa, not really, but uh, glad you brought him up because he is last year's PGA champion, uh, PGA championship winner, I guess, to be more clear. Not at the same course, but he's playing well. He won a world golf championship this year and, and his irons. I don't know if you're going to find, you know, many guys that are better ball strikers than Colin Morikawa. Um, so he's, you know, he's not right at the top of the board. Uh, he, he's a little down. I think, you know, you maybe get him at 25, 30 to one or something like that. And, and uh, that that's a that's actually a nice call for for this tournament. Hmm. 
So who do you have then at uh, toward the top of your board? So the guys I like, Rory, obviously we've mentioned already. Uh, Jordan Spieth, another guy. Mm, right. Yeah. Who, yeah. I would, you know, I wouldn't have thought necessarily uh, even a couple months ago that Jordan Spieth was going to be kind of back, but uh, he's looking like Jordan Spieth mm. of 2016, 2017 when he was, he was winning everything. And it, it seems like he's really found something in his game when, when Spieth was struggling he was kind of, he had, a, he had a big miss off the tee. Like you would hook it off the tee and he was still playing well most of the time, but then he'd put up these huge numbers on certain holes and, it, or like even a, like a full nine holes, he would kind of blow it. But now uh, he won the Texas open a couple weeks ago and he's, he's looking great. The one question mark with him is he hasn't played since then he had COVID. So mm. he was off for a few weeks. He'll be back at the Byron Nelson this weekend. Uh, or maybe going on as you're listening to this. Uh, but Jordan Spieth, I really like. Um, another guy, Hideki Matsuyama, mm, Masters winner. Yeah. Again, hasn't played since the Masters. I think he's just been doing, he's been doing the circuit in Japan. <laughs> I think he's an absolute rock star yeah. over there right now. Mm. So who knows where his head is at, but <laughs> another guy, great irons, great ball striker. Kind of love the way he's, he's playing the game right now. Yeah, and then uh, I wanted to ask about Kepka because Kepka would this be uh, the PGA Championship? He'll he's playing this weekend at Brian Nelson, and then the Brian PGA, or Byron? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop picking on Mike. <laughs> That's all right. I, I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. It's Zoom. The video was kind of sketchy, but I knew you were trying to say Byron. We can't blame my research on Zoom. You know, I've, I've had 11 weeks of great episodes. Can I have one where I uh, where I, I fumbled the the uh, research here? So Kepka, you know, he's coming back from his knee surgery. And, and you, uh, Adam, as somebody who's recovered from a knee surgery, uh, do you think it's possible for, for Kepka to win again? Kepka is he's he's a different beast than anyone on tour kind of in my opinion he's well you know he's built like an athlete he carries himself like an athlete where a lot of the golfers you know you would if you see him out in public you wouldn't really know this guy's a professional athlete Brooks Kepka you look at him yeah this is a guy that can play and that's why I think he's got a bit of that resilience there. He he had been dealing with, uh, you talk about this knee surgery. Well, he'd been dealing with a hip problem. He'd been dealing with a knee problem on the other side. Right. And then he won the Waste Management Open earlier this year. So it, it's really hard to judge. He had some kind of knee issue and no one's even really sure exactly what it was. But then he came, that was actually before the Masters. People thought, oh, you know, he's not going to play at the Masters. There's, there's pundits saying, oh, I can tell by the bandage on his Instagram that he won't be back for six months, which, you know, that's just internet commentators, but there he was, he, he didn't make, he didn't make the cut. Um, you could tell he was struggling a bit, but it's been a month on. I think he's, I think he should be ready. He's going to be playing this weekend at the Byron Nelson, like you said. And uh, if he's healthy, if he's ready to go, he's got to be among the favorites. He's a guy who won, he's won two PGA championships in the past. He's won two us opens for, for a long time. He had more major wins than just regular PGA tour wins, Mm. which is nuts, right? He had four majors, three PGA tour wins. Now he's got four and four. So it's, it's less crazy, but 
I yeah, yeah. W- wouldn't be shocked at all if Brooks comes out and just uh, yeah. just does something special well, at the PGA. One of uh, one of Brooks' uh, famous quotes. I'm making it famous now, but he said he only practices for the majors. He yeah. doesn't practice <laughs> for the other tour events, which was pretty funny. But yeah, well, for him. He, he, he's always had kind of that cocky attitude to him, and you know, yeah, like like you say, Jr. It works for him, right? If it works for him, then more power yeah. to you. It was actually that a lot of people think was a bit of his downfall a while ago because he was he was in a tournament and uh, a few guys were ahead of him and he's being interviewed and he says, oh, yeah, these guys that are ahead of me, I don't know, have, have any of them even won a major? I think DJ maybe won one. And then <laughs> Kepka crashed and DJ yeah. went on a run like he'd never yeah. had in his career. Like he pissed off DJ somehow. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see with Kepka. He's, he's definitely a wild card, but I wouldn't count him out. That's great. Uh, that was all the guys I had questions about in the field. JR, did you have any? No, that was a, that was about it. That was a good rundown. Um, yeah. Is there anyone that you want to put out there that uh, maybe you're putting your money on that you didn't mention yet? Uh, yeah, you know, there's a couple guys for sure that I also like. It, it's hard to ignore, like Dustin Johnson yeah. and Justin Thomas. I, I don't even bring them up because they're going to be at the top of the board, kind of no matter no matter what tournament mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. One guy who I do really like is uh will zalatoris oh yeah (laughs) yeah he's he's been around uh quite a bit this year he i think he was sixth in the u.s open and you know he had a top 10 also at the masters i believe and he's a young he doesn't have his full tour card he was on the corn ferry tour last year Mm. but he's just so good and he's just putting up top 10 top 10 top 10 and he and he hits the ball so well, but you know, he hasn't had a win yet. Is his first career PGA win going to come at a major? Maybe, mm-hmm. uh, but he, I, I love him. I love the way he plays the game. Nice. Yeah. Great attitude. You know, we, we got to see him at the masters there. That's when I first kind of, uh, you know, met him. Uh, but yeah, he, <laughs> he had a great attitude of just uh, a, a no care attitude uh, on for the masters there. But yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, again for joining one us. More, Bring us back. One oh, more you got one more? Okay, oh, sorry, okay. sorry, yeah. sorry. That was all the questions about the field, but I had one oh, okay. question for uh, AWOC about uh, have you ever played a course that has hosted the PGA Championship? Have I? No, I personally have not played a course. Uh, have you? Well, uh, I have, and uh, <laughs> you are actually there. It was in 2019. A, a group of us Canadian miscreants made the trip to Minneapolis, Minneapolis yeah. to celebrate a bachelor party for Mr. Hira. On the itinerary was a round of golf at the Keller Golf Course in St. Paul, Minnesota. And uh, Keller Golf Course is a municipal public golf course that hosted the PGA Championship in 1932 and 1954. So not that long ago, but yeah, how about that? Get out of here. Yeah, well, I guess I have played a PGA Champion. I mean, that course beat the shit out of me. (laughs) I can tell you that much. It was a a 130-day for me. It was a great uh, great course, you know, uh, lots of elevation changes, and it kind of blown away. Like, it, it was... You know, it was like 60 bucks uh, U.S. with carts, and they had a great clubhouse. I remember that. 
But uh, yeah, so the you most have important played, parts. You have played a PGA Championship course. Wow, way uh, to go, guys! I can only imagine if I'm teeing off from the championship tees, uh, how much harder <laughs> that would be. I'd be putting up a ten on every hole, probably. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I, I have more faith in you than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't get into that too uh, too, too much, um, but we uh, we are going to jump into. Mikey likes it because we skipped it last week, so we'll get back into it this yeah. week. So what does Mikey like this week? Yeah, and, we, you know, we've skipped it two weeks in a row. So, uh, you know, that's not because we were too busy interviewing our guest, JR. It's just because I didn't like anything for three <laughs> weeks. So, so uh, Half Pints, Mike, uh, Bikey McBike Face, uh, they just, uh, it's been out for a while, but they uh, they didn't have it throughout the winter. So they, they just brewed up a new batch. They released it the other week there. So it's a grapefruit lager. Uh, this isn't a rattler, guys. You know, this is a, a beer with grapefruit juice, and uh, it's just a tasty treat. I know uh, Awok here, he probably has it in his cereal every morning. Uh, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> grapefruit, that's breakfast, right? Yeah. A little grapefruit, a little bit of sugar. Yeah. yeah what, what, are you, what are you, 80? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I can't say I like grapefruits by themselves, but with you if you add a little bit of beer in there or a lot of beer, then uh, you know it's not yeah. so bad. I think Bikey McBike face would have been one of the, my first forays into the fruit juice in beer. And yes. of course, you know, being a you know, growing up where you just had the regulars like Bud Lights or Bud Heavy and yeah. you'd you'd go into it and I was like, Oh well this is this is for babies, although you know babies shouldn't drink beer. <laughs> but you have it and you're like holy shit, this is actually really, really good. Yeah. And so now that's pretty much all I drink. If it's got fruit juice and it's beer, you put them together, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> that's good. So <laughs> shout out to our friends at Half Pints. Mm -hmm. uh, keep on brewing beer with fruit juice. Yeah, even during COVID, keep on doing it. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, thanks so much again, AWOC, for uh, jumping on. Our PGA Championship correspondent, we'll see what happens uh, this week at the PGA Championship. And we'll have to get you back on maybe before uh, the, the Open and the U.S. Open Championship as well to see uh, how everything uh, went down for you. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. You're late for your tea time, as per usual. It's 12.12, but you wouldn't know. The clock in your piece-of-shit ride just blinks eights at you. It's embarrassing. You find the parking stall the farthest away from the clubhouse. It can't be seen in your shitbox. You know you're going to play awful because you feel awful. Your car doesn't match that swagger buried deep down inside. That golfing champion waiting to be unleashed. Ding. Your bumper hits the concrete as you accidentally sit on it while putting on your golf shoes. You smile because tomorrow you're going to see Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. The front doors will open like the Azalea Line gates at Augusta. You'll ask for the best-looking guy there. You'll find the former amateur champ, Jamie Wilkie, staring back at you. You hand over your money. Your new ride glistens as it pulls out of the dealership. Then Jamie approaches and whispers in your ear, Son, next week, I'm taking you golfing at Breezy Bend. I'll show you a thing or two. You smile again, as now your golf game will look and feel as good as your new ride. Improve your ride and your drive with Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. WinnipegDodge.com JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, 
But I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in, food, in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats. <laughs> 